1: oh it's me hello uh yeah yeah no, i'm experimenting with some different styles actually um look it's of club listen it's more like listen rather than look i suppose um it's not a television show yet yet anyway today i've got daisy buchanan on who is great she's written so many books and i actually did her podcast in margate if you can believe. she lives in margate near my mother don't try and ask for my mother's address. So I had a lovely time doing her podcast, which is about books called Your Book. And uh, she's written loads of the bully things, so I think think she'd know. And then I was very excited because I walked around Margate and I saw her book in the window. And then she texted me to say she saw my book in the window. And I thought, well, isn't that lovely? I'm actually going to an event of hers in Margate. If anyone listens from Margate, she's organising a book festival on the 21st of October. It might go on longer than that, but I'm on the 21st. And I'm going to go see Deborah Levy doing a talk. I'm so excited about that. And then I'm doing something with her at 12.30 on a Saturday Twenty first. If anyone is in Margate, and I'll be signing my book there, um, so you can come and get a signed copy of her book, my book, and that's a day out. Um, so please welcome Daisy Bougain. Hello. I'm just. Uh, right. Okay. Now I'm out. Now I'm. Now I'm positioned. So I've been to your house, haven't I? You have. I've met your husband. You've met my husband. We had vegan jam tarts. We had vegan jam tarts, yes. Because I was on your podcast, which is a beautiful podcast, your book. Oh, thank you. Lovely podcast, all
2: about, well, you can tell them what it's about. Your book is for literary nosy parkers. <laughs> um, originally, the idea was I, I would go to someone else's house and look at their books. Then I got lazy and I thought it's much easier to get them to come around yeah. and talk about books. We talked to An amazing range of authors. We started this series with um, Mary Beard, which was... You get the biggies. And is Mary Beard
1: popping in your living room?
2: No, weirdly. Mary Beard, we recorded that one in the Maldives. We got invited to a really flash literary festival. If next year this Maldives
1: Island Literary Festival is going ahead as an author, will you pop me as a plus one? Dale won't mind. Absolutely, hunty. Thank but you. Dale's been before. He doesn't Dale, need to go again. Dale doesn't need to go. It's so sort of cliche to bring your husband, don't you think?
2: I know. <laughs> we need to keep people guessing.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. Oh, quick thing. Your name. Is it your real name? Um, it is a um, an assumed name. Yes, because of it's the name of the
2: person in the Great Gatsby. Yes, which so, it was a joke that got out of hand. Right. <laughs> now you Google Daisy Buchanan and, and a picture of Carrie Mulligan comes up and I am fine with that.
1: Yeah, wow. Isn't it so funny when someone you think you know someone's name but you don't really know their name? Um, I read your book, um, Limelight. That's what it's called, isn't it? it yeah, is I loved it. Thank you. And then I saw it in the bookshop in Margate in the window and I was very excited.
2: But was Limelight hard to write? It was hard to write in that the original story I wanted to tell is much more, I think, about celebrity exposure. So briefly, it is the story of Frankie, who kind of feels like she lives in the shadows. She's 29. She feels a bit awkward. She's got a beautiful big sister, Bean, who's got two kids, lives in Clapham, very practical and sensible and sorted. Their mum, Alison, is a bit of a nightmare, a wannabe stage mother who requires a lot of care and yeah. management. Frankie's hobby is only fans for legal reasons i can't call it only fans or rather i didn't want to go into the weeds of what i might want to do legally but she feels like no one looks at her in real life but she doesn't think the internet is real life and it's this like tiny place where she can she feels confident and it's where she sort of gets self-esteem then enter celebrity feminist influencer Mass clark who says the world is slightly you. let me slut pride you just do what i say and it's all going to be fine of course it isn't yeah um and I was originally really curious about I think like the celebrity angle and Maz's world and Maz's friends and I love this idea that of this woman who just kept picking up people and sort of lifting them up to a great height and then dropping them and getting bored and my editors kept saying but we really like Frankie and Alison and Bean and the family. And that's what the story is about. And it's like, no, no, no. Let me make up more celebrity friends for Maz. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, yeah, yeah. I've never written a book that's changed so much, kind of edit oh, wow. to edit. yeah, yeah. Um, Uh, I learned a lot is the the positive on it?
1: do they trust you your editors have you got the same publishing company
2: yes I've got a brand new editor but all my books are published by the same why have you got a new editor because my old editor um, left ironically I wrote a book called careering which is a novel but it's about kind of our problematic obsession with work and what we do we talked a bit didn't we about lovely yeah. emma gannon and her brilliant but the success yeah and it's been it?
1: on she's been on here and i think about her book a lot actually yeah
2: i'm so excited and i yeah. messaged her when we talked to say I've loved your book she's like yes i know i'm on her podcast <laughs> but my editor said like so yeah about careering and that kind of trying to be good at your job whatever costs and all of that and like it, it got me thinking and <laughs> i think mm-hmm. that i'm um you know, not. I don't want to do this job anymore.
1: Oh, you're your editor. Yeah. Oh my god, off the back of your book. So you. Oh my god, that's so funny. But well, it's not funny. But it is. <laughs> so you wrote a book saying it's a little bit funny. Is a little, So you wrote a book about work life balance, called mm. careering, and you know how we're too sort of career focused. And then she was like, "Yeah, love this book." And bye bye.
2: Wow. You changed her life it was erroneous so I'm working on another book at the moment now about an editor who realizes she's made a massive mistake <laughs> and has to come no my new editor is wonderful I know you've talked about it a bit and you're know, doing something very creative and I'm wondering about how you know how you manage making doing something that you know people turn to you Lou for fun and you've got to provide well, this I thought fun I was gonna have burnout actually
1: because I did uh did live at the Apollo and then the next day I had to go to this new job for half a day when I was and I'd got no sleep and then my whole body was like going to collapse in on itself and I always am quite traumatic so whenever I do loads of adrenaline things and then I have the crash I'm like well I'm broken well I must go on holiday for a week but there's never a week to on holiday but I am planning a two-day holiday and once you've got that in the diary like your body knows so it's like oh it's fine but sometimes with this job you're on the treadmill you've always got a feeling of homework
2: mm. same with you like books like you were saying and people say oh you should try living in the present and you think oh thanks for that yeah that's helpful yeah 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 do you find as well because i know that we are both non-drinkers and yeah. i loved your book so much Thank and you. the way you talk about um, uh, way you talk about everything we didn't have the endings but um <laughs> the you know, having a very complicated relationship with, you know, alcohol and Mm. all of the other things. And, you know, I've known that sort of sensitivity where you're really, really stressed and you just really feel it so much in your body. And I stopped drinking just over a year ago thinking, this is going to make everything wonderful. I'll be so happy and it'll all be great. And actually those highs and lows and ups and downs it feels much rawer, and sometimes it's nice and sometimes I think yeah but they love this
1: no no it gets better and better and better and then you learn like where to put it kind of thing but like there's other things where you can expend it but you know I think you'd still have those highs and lows but you you'd still have them but in a different way and you're numbing yourself so then they're just bigger when they come in I think
2: and it's the best and worst thing about adult life. You know, I'm delighted. But I also, I hate it so much that any exercise does always make me feel better. Yeah. And as someone who didn't really do any exercise until I was about 30, I just, oh, I, I hate everyone for being right about this. But yeah, hard. I know.
1: But then getting yourself there is so dull. Uh. Anyway, why don't you let your husband sit down?
2: <laughs> My sit down. i can tell you this um because he told me after he'd gone um the truth is that um he hadn't showered that day and he was really nervous about sitting beside you on the sofa because oh, he him. felt a bit stinky right um, okay and i think it's just been one of those days that had like got away with him and obviously yeah he, he had, had to we go own. out for the jammy dodge at the time <laughs> mean, so yeah fair enough
1: Huddle recipe number 101. Take two arms, i wrap them around something and don't let go. Unless the person asks you to let go. Or animal. Okay, are you ready for the quick fire round? Ready as I'll ever be. Okay. Uh, English lit or English lang? Which? English lit. <laughs> Can women write stuff that's not about them? <laughs> no,
2: they're not allowed. <laughs> <laughs> now, who's the most interesting person you've ever met? We did a podcast with Patricia Cornwell, the very famous American sort of crime writer and forensics writer. And it was the pandemic. It was a weird time. She didn't put a camera on, so I was shouting into the void. And Mm. she talked a lot about... um, owning a pair of Queen Victoria's knickers and she was also talking about the robot uprising and I was trying to get things back on track and I said so Patricia what books shall we give the robots to make sure that they're great and you know good citizens and she said not Hitler's book that's for sure so yeah she was one of the most interesting people I've ever met okay interesting yeah yeah the
1: touch quiz will touch you now touch quiz so you've got five questions to think about what I'm touching you know the touch quiz of course you do by now I do and I'll say this as a little clue I do tailor often the item or the person to the guest make of that what you will so I'm thinking about touching it now my eyes are closed I'm really focusing you have to guess five questions is it a fox's glassy mint no but that's very confident slash stupid to go in (laughs) (laughs) so specific <laughs>
2: it's all I ever want I don't no, know if they make no, it no
1: anyway. no it's lovely that you guessed that but it is incorrect yeah is
2: it's, it something
1: I can eat no it's it's bigger and it's a bit iconic in a certain area and that's all I'll say and that's all I'll say is it the Lido sign it's in the Lido Margate? Lido oh my sign! god. It's the Lido
2: sign. Really well done,
1: actually, There.
2: Oh, not going to lie. When I go past the Lido sign, you know, there are those documentaries about the people who fall in love and are sexually attracted to like the Eiffel Tower yes, and cars. To, to, yeah, my people. Yeah. And when I go past the Lido sign, I think I get it now. I if get, I was yeah, going to marry yeah. any object it's and be to sort of an item of local news interest, yes. mind you, I'd have competition, wouldn't I? Yes, a lot of yeah, a lot
1: of girlies would. Um, it does look <laughs> buy like a cock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The LIDA sign we should explain is an iconic sign in Margate, and it feels very old, like it's been there a while. Has it?
2: Well, I know that they've restored it, so it's oh. old enough for bits to have fallen off and for more bits. To to I be grafted on 60s, 70s maybe
1: we don't know but it's, it's a beautiful sun a lot of people have their pickies taken with it don't they
2: there are some nice bars and if you sort of come out at the right time when the sun is going down mm, you can get there's
1: wonderful
2: the sunsets in Margate ask my mother
1: ask my mother she's always sending me them I don't know anything
2: about your family actually so I've got five little sisters and my mum and dad are still together bloody hell we were pretty cuddly that's another thing because I was thinking about
0: this
1: (laughs) well then we were actually pretty cuddly (laughs) at the Buchanan's not our real name
2: (laughs) before I stopped drinking I would have just said yes cuddling into it love it all good Um, now I feel much more conscious about it I think that's also a post-pandemic thing as well yeah Um, but yeah, cuddling people. I know. Mm. Um, I always do. I'm, you know, from a a huggy people. I yes. do tend to, and I think I probably did it to you when we came in. Like I always give people a little kiss on the cheek, and I started to think, do people want that? I didn't know. Is notice. that me being French and delightful, or me being slightly weird? And I just have suddenly started second guessing everything. I oh, know I know. About it's
1: so annoying. I don't know why we have to second guess ourselves. You know, clutch a cheek. I mean, I don't know what which you know. cheek, which cheek. Yeah, I know. No, to keep up top, I'd say. Yeah, just a little, t- a little gentle pinch. Yes, a little, little rub. gentle pinch. And people don't seem to like that. No, and I don't know why. it's fr- It's very French. <laughs> um, what? So five younger sisters, so six girls all together.
2: Six girls. That's mad. How did your parents cope? There was lots of um, delegation, mm. I think. So I am the eldest. We're all quite close together. Yeah. So I am eight years older than the youngest. Um, Mattie and Dottie are twins. Um, mm so obviously that made a big difference when I was like 10 and they were two and you know the, the babies are all right actually it's the the sisters after Beth and Grace who are, there's not much between us at all and uh, we were I would say we were vicious to each other I was vicious to them yeah. I do look back at what a horrible big sister I was and I do feel quite ashamed I was no kids are I was kids. mean no. kids, are kids but we're close now did you where did you grow up like uh Dorset.
1: Oh, I'm imagining a farm. Uh
2: it wasn't a farm because actually most of my family are quite scared of animals. Really? It probably smelled quite farmyardy yeah. at times. Yeah. Um that was generally the vibe.
1: Scared of animals.
2: Yeah. Um my parents really don't like dogs. I think they were both bitten when they were quite young. Yeah. Um and well, it might be something about their personalities. Yeah, <laughs> why a think, dog wants to find them. Because mm. quite often in books, um, if you want someone to be a villain, you're like, Oh, they hate dogs. I love Julie Cooper books, and she loves her animals. Yeah, um, you know that you can sort of. You're like oh I'm gonna like this character because they've got 10 dogs like, oh yeah, no, yeah. but I don't think that's clean. true
1: because I didn't used to like dogs and so they're poof in the pudding there we go <laughs> no there was more
2: to that but <laughs> but I did, I've changed followed. my mind about dogs because I did used to be quite frightened of them and mm. now I'm, I'm always a bit wary about a little a bit like cuddling like yeah, if yeah, I know yeah. you bring it in if yeah. you're a strange dog I'm a little bit like was mm, a dog I getting like a pinch you? on the bum or not so much Um, (laughs) Depends on the dog, I suppose. Depends on the dog. Depends how clean the bum looks. It's definitely a bit of a danger zone. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, heaven knows I've cut enough feces out of my cat's fur. (laughs) Like a bridge over cuddled water. Okay, do you want to play like a bridge over cuddled water?
2: I do. I think this is not going to go well for me. It's not going going to go well for either of (laughs) us. Okay
1: scroobius pip was supposed to send them in but he's just recovering from covid
2: oh because i was a poor i hope scroobius pip gets well soon i was thinking about that and i did think that you know the a-list guests get scroobius pip No, he, but it's also it's different kind of a list to have the
1: experience of you no, singing is, live they're all supposed to get scroobius pip um but he's running behind because of this well you've heard of covid 19 i suppose um <laughs> do you want to be on the podcast more or not, Scroobies Pip? Um, Okay, here we go. So, cuddle, cuddle. No, because I'm cuddle, cuddle. It's too hard. Uh, that was Dancing on My Own by Robin, but it wasn't. Uh, no, it's too hard. Okay,
2: no one will mind. It's cuddle, 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 cuddle. Okay. That's cuddle, so cuddle, good. cuddle, cuddle, cuddle,
1: cuddle, cuddle, cuddle that's so good okay you okay we're doing it reverse it so you have to sing a song and i have to guess
2: what it is okay am i doing that one uh no no because i will know that what well, that okay. is okay i did think of one because i think alison spittle you see i am a fan um oh, i love this gets to actually sing her so yeah yeah i did okay, think okay. this would be a good one i God don't think you. it's been done before but it might have done it and, doesn't matter um i won't remember anything. i might not get the full phrasing okay so Cuddle, cut na 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 na, cuddle, 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 cuddle,
1: cuddle, na 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 na, cuddle, cuddle. That's brilliant. I don't know what it is, but it's so good. Probably was a terrible
2: choice. Should I tell you what it is? Yeah, 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 yeah. I think I've. No, I loved that. That was so much commitment and dedication. That was Party Hard by Andrew WKJ.
1: It's brilliant. And
2: do you know what? No, that it's is just, not... hang on. It's just is... Andrew WK, isn't he? Not Andrew
1: WKD. <laughs> no, yeah, not WKD. But he <laughs> should have a rebrand band. We should have that branding. That was brilliant, I've got to say. And I think, you know, Pip's out of a job and you're into one. So I will, if absolutely. If you, I'd you be can. happy to be your if Bridge you... Over
2: Cuddlewater supply teacher. Yes.
1: If you don't mind voice noting me about 10 songs, that will see us through to the end of the series. <laughs> cuddle Club. Cuddle club. Cuddle club. I think that's enough. Any health complaints? Because I'm going to look them up for you.
2: Yes, I've been thinking about this. Dream guest. Dream guest. I don't know what Louise Hay would call it, but I would call it an R spasm.
1: An R spasm?
2: We've, that's an exclusive. We've never had one of those on the show before. <laughs> Sometimes when I'm walking really fast, I just have this sort of sudden shooting pain. Oh. And I think it's possibly to do with me not stretching properly um, oh. when I'm doing exercise. And it comes and goes, you know, a sort of, you have like 30 seconds of going, oh, my ass! And then it's wow. fine. Wow. And it's just up the old jack oh, yeah. like a shooting pain. Okay. I mean, not like, buttock rather than inner. Like you wouldn't need to cut anything out of my fur. Okay, okay, okay. Buttock.
1: So, let me look up ass and buttock. Anus.
2: <laughs> Which is oh, wow. not the anus. Okay. But well, isn't it? Are you sure it's not? I mean, quite often people say, and I know sometimes you have guests where it's like, well, actually, it is probably your hip. So, it doesn't feel like my anus, but it okay. might be my anus. Well, I'm looking at bottom then. You can use that for
1: the- <laughs> I can use that for them. <laughs> bowels no it's got to be bottom hasn't it but bottom is not in there syphilis is there tapeworm is there you know all that stuff
2: I, I could have a sore throat after my Andrew WK buttocks ah <laughs> sorry about this <laughs> right
1: buttocks represent power loose buttocks loss of power sharp pain what's that going to be on the buttocks then that's going to be like a stabbing how does it make you feel
2: um It does briefly make me feel sort of powerless or like I just sort of want to go So it's kind of, it does also kind of make me feel not unlike The Incredible Hulk. Like it's not a a pain I can be polite about when it happens. Luckily, it has only happened on quiet streets.
1: Well, if it represents power, loss of power, you say, I wonder what you're thinking about when that happens. Something Mm. to think about about, you know? Yeah, normally I'm late. And
2: that's why I'm walking <gasps> fast. So.
1: Right. Okay, so what you have to say is, I use my power wisely. I am strong. I am safe. All is well.
2: I use my power wisely. I am strong. I am safe.
1: All, all is well. well. That's great. So, Thank good you, luck- Louise. And thank you, Louise. Thank you, Louise. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and good luck with your new life.
2: <laughs> mm, come on, let us in. Are you romantic? Yes, I think I am. I think that definition has changed a bit for me. Like When I was younger, I loved big gesture. I'm trying to think about the love stories that I really, really loved. And, mm. you know, what we sort of get told about, like, what is romantic, which is like being ignored by someone who suddenly wants you or being pursued by someone mm-hmm. against all odds. And actually now what I think is really romantic is just like when people are very thoughtful, when people yeah. remember tiny things that you've told them.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah, a lot of it's quite toxic, actually, what we were told. And can you remember a best, worst or weirdest cuddle? Yes,
2: I was <laughs> looking this up because some Dream years best. ago, the Guardian sent me to a professional hugger.
1: For an article?
2: Uh, no, because um, I'd gone to a party and disgraced myself. Yeah. And they could pack <laughs> me up. Yes, for an article. Mm. And I was looking this up and I remember him telling me that a good hug involves like putting your hand on the base of the spine to be you know trustworthy or to, to establish that sense of trust i guess um and a photographer was there and i do remember him hugging he was very nice mm-hmm. you know it wasn't like oh this man has set up a cuddling and yeah. hugging business yeah. to exploit people <laughs> yeah. not like when you go to reading and people have got the free hug signs and you're like hmm, this is, yeah, doesn't look like a trap on at all here? yeah but i definitely remember trying to kind of detach a bit and be objective and be like is this a good hug is this a bad hug and the weirdness of I suppose knowing ultimately I was going to get paid for the Mm, hug mm. albeit not by the person hugging me so yeah I'm not sure that I learned anything I wish I had and that's why print media is dead I suppose (laughs) (laughs) it's not and I meant to look the guy up and see if he's still going god I hope he got a lovely covid grant because that would have put a yeah, Span right. Spanner wheels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Spanner is wheels. Spanner is wheels? Yeah,
1: do you think <laughs> I so? Think well fun. that would stop you. That would stop you, so it does work. <laughs> um Yeah. Wow. Okay. That's in I mean, i I would actually read that article. I hate to be all groovy. But have
2: you yeah. heard of the movies? Best hug in a film. Ooh, the end of Brexit Tiffany's, which is a film I loved when I was a teenager and a film I've sort of taken again since because Holly Golightly is just a nightmare. She is the worst, but it took me quite some time to see that. But it is so lovely when... um, they hug at the end and the cat's there and it's in the rain. I think a hug in the rain is good because it... Yeah, it means you really want to be there. Exactly. Yeah. Like when they did the smoking ban and you had to go outside to have a cigarette, you really had to want that cigarette. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. um, I feel like there are some good... I can't think of anything specific, but I love Parks and Recreation and a Ron Swanson hug. I think they're rare, but they're so meant because that is a yeah. man who is very deliberate. I think, yeah, yeah, hugs. yeah. You know, I support him on tour when he was in the UK nice guy amazing amazing I went to see him with my husband when we were in New York and we did not plan the trip well because we went to this delicious and insane restaurant mm. and we ate everything and we felt quite we felt quite bloated we could have done with Louise yeah Hader. and also have you had this there are a few shows I've been to where people just i don't know if it's like they've never been out before or what but we just sat by like the drunkest loudest people and it was an absolutely enormous auditorium and we just kind of couldn't do it it was too much really yeah yeah yeah. um
1: well yeah that's really annoying people talking at a comedy show
2: then we had that as well with um me and my whole family we all went to see billy joel in dublin and because my family love billy joel that's something i forgot to tell you about that's how we um can be identified But yeah, I just remember like right before the end, he had one song to go and the people in front of me, well, it makes me sound like, really like judgmental and awful, like I've stopped drinking and I hate people who drink, but um, it was, it was just about to, to close and they missed the last song and they came back from the bar and they had sort of four pints each. And it's quite a young couple, no. like younger than me. And yeah. um, yeah, what I really want is to go to a live show and see, you know, the... Comedians I love and performers I love, and have everyone promise to be very solemn, and yes, serious, silence and quiet, and focused. Yes, silence and water, please.
1: Yes, we know how to have a good time. <laughs> 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 We'd like to control our surroundings, please. No, I know what you mean, though. Oh, I won't ask you again, but I tell you who will. It's Alan Button. That was Luke on keys, if you can believe. Alan Button. Okay. It's Alan de Bottain. You Yay! Know. You want Alan de Bottain? Give me that, Alan de Bottain. You can pick a card in Oh. What's that nosy Parker want to know? Let's go for this. How has your family damaged you? Oh, love that. I love that Quezzy from um,
2: Alan. So my dad is a real perfectionist, mm-hmm. and I think his mum was a real perfectionist. And I'm very aware this is such a rubbish thing to complain about because you know my parents are sort of hyper focused and I think also being the eldest mm-hmm. there was lots of kind of you know pressure to to do to do all right and so I think I wish I was better at just you know being a bit laid back being ah, like, okay. sometimes things can go wrong okay, yeah so far, so far. you know we have sort of clean water and shelter and yeah and I think we and that me and my sisters did lots of kind of running around trying to make sure everything is okay and I think my mum is less of a perfectionist and definitely can be quite intense about some things but I think that her and my dad are an an example of something I've got a theory about in couples where you can be quite similar when you meet and then you sort of push each other further and further apart Wow. Like with um, me and my husband, he is a Virgo, mm. and I was like, brilliant, someone else, he wants to be at the airport four hours early. yeah. And now he's annoyingly chilled out about
1: that. Because you're drive, it's like that book, The Dance of Anger, if you go one way, the other person goes the other mm. way, because they're like, oh, that's catered for, so yeah. Yes, it's a toxic tango,
2: an emotional <laughs> menstrual. But it's
1: quite good in a way, though, because you don't need to be there four hours early. So if he goes the other
2: way, you'll still be two hours early, which is yes, ideal, really. Still, we've still, we not missed a plane yet, although... But we are getting divorced. <laughs> <laughs> we are going on holiday on Saturday, so nice. I might
1: think us. Ah, touch wood. Where are you going to? We're going to Sicily. Oh, that's nice. Never been before. No, I've never been. From cradle to podcast, maybe
2: the true listening is with our hearts finally, what's life all about? Oh, I think it's relief. What? I think my favourite of feeling is when I think something dreadful is going to happen and then it's okay. You know, I think about all the things that can happen, to, which is, you know, for me, my sort of most frequent crisis is being out and needing to find a toilet and not knowing where I'm going to find one. With those, and that, with those buttocks, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Quite. They needed a lot of management you know all of those things where because I'm so anxious and I'm always thinking about the worst thing happening yeah and yeah I just think of those moments like today I got on a train I had to go to London Bridge I learned the train was not stopping at London Bridge I got off and that felt like I'd won a prize really That's I think nice. those moments of like try because I like to think of things to be grateful for and quite often it's like oh that could you have gone one way, but it went this yeah, way? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: But it's it Mark Twain, he said something like, um, I've had a lot of worries in my life, but very few of them have come true. And
2: oh, that's that nice. good
1: enlightenment of the human brain to constantly catastrophize and then it doesn't happen. But I think there's a better way to be, surely. I mean, I haven't found it yet, but it would be nice not to worry about that stuff.
2: It would be really nice. Don't let it worry. in, you know, but I don't know. But then sometimes... The more you go through it, and the yeah. more you think, "Hold on, this has happened before, and it was fine last time." So yeah. I've done my scientific research, and you know the evidence suggests it's all going to be okay.
1: Yeah, but I will say the sweet relief of having a piss when you've held it in for so long is one of the best feelings in the world.
2: I did like. Could you imagine? Like, because I loved Succession, and I think there's a lot about you know billionaires yeah. and how those you know silly questions you ask yourself like imagine you know being some sort of like mega mogul and having everything you want and having the Malibu mansion or you know even sort of in my own career like you know imagine if I say you know my book started sort of doing really really well and I knew I'd just always be a successful author and I could go away and write and I didn't have to worry but my trade-off would be I'd always like Slightly need the toilet in a really uncomfortable way. Yeah, would I would I make that trade? I don't think I would. No, 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 no.
1: And also, I think you'd get so used to the Malibu beach home. You know, it's like whenever we've ever got anything we want, you get it, and you're like, oh right, that doesn't fill me up nothing fills you up in the way so it would just be
2: a bigger version of that it's so true it's the hedonic treadmill I often Mm -hmm. think of that Simpsons episode where Homer takes Mr Burns private jet and then he just doesn't want to get off and he's just clinging to the side and that once that's the thing isn't it whenever something lovely happens um and I'm sure you've gone to some like incredible places and had some incredible experiences in your career and you sort of it's very hard isn't it to think that was just astonishing and you're like why? Why isn't every day like this now? Yeah,
1: you think you think God, I'm so lucky for that opportunity. Like, I can't believe how lucky I am. And then, you know, a couple of days later, you're like, "Well, what's next then?" Because that's done, you know. Which is, I mean, so I guess the trick is to.
2: Enjoy
0: the fucking
2: mm. moment,
1: etc. But you know, it is that does get easier, I suppose. I think
2: it does, I'm especially to... if you play fast and loose with your drinking water and being out and eating the toilet yes, habits.
1: Fast and loose, you're sat on that toilet, feeling like a, feeling like it's your throne and you're a queen. <laughs> um, thank you so much for coming on. Really appreciate it. I am so happy to be here. I love this podcast oh, so much. Thank, you, I thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So that was Daisy Buchanan. You can follow her on Instagram, the Daisy b daisy is d-a-i-s-y and b is b-e-e and you can buy her books she's got so many books on sale i read the limelight which i really enjoyed yeah she's got tons she's got autobiographies. she's got fiction oh yeah get yourself involved and listen to a podcast and also enjoy your life and goodbye